And I'm doing exactly what I was meant to always do, which was be the alcoholic that I was and be here now to spread hope everywhere I go. And people just, they flock to me, like not like in an awkward, weird way, but they're just like, you're just so nice. Like I've been in Walmart and this random guy from across the like, way was like, giggles! Hey guys, so that was Haley Delashman. She's our guest uh, for Kaleidoscope Wednesday this week with Ryan Bathgate. Um, Ryan and I have been working together for a year almost now. Uh, the, the show is coming up on a year and a few days here of, uh, of of me doing the podcast, and Ryan and I joined forces shortly thereafter. So, what's new now is Ryan has helped me to unpack so many of the great things in my recovery and in my my healing journey since I chose to uh, to, to choose a better path or to take a better path. And it occurred to me after one of our recordings that like, why are we just doing this with us too this whole time? So we started inviting other people onto the show whose whose paths are different than mine, but but the end result being similar in that they're finding some fulfillment, much like I have. So um, one of Ryan's gifts is that he's very good at bringing kind of that out in people and, and how they got to that point and, and finding the beauty. In it. And that's what we're doing. I think it's going really well. So check out this episode, guys. And, you know, I do have to say the title sponsor for today's episode is the Yatra Center here in Krabi, Thailand. They are a trauma treatment center uh, where I resided for, for 30 days before continuing my healing journey here in Thailand. And they are one of a kind, guys. They're absolutely amazing, holistic approach to treating trauma. And they're just, they're worth checking out. So check them out, guys. It's uh, yatracenter.com. It's Y-A-T-R-A-C-E-N-T-R-E.com. And uh, here's the show. Thanks. Hello, everybody. Watchers, listeners, supporters of all kinds. Welcome to another episode of Kaleidoscope Wednesday on the Ashes to Awesome podcast. I'm your host, Chuck LaFlange, checking in from Krabby, Thailand. Meeting me in virtual studio halfway around the world in Vancouver, BC, Canada. It's my co-host and good friend, Ryan Bathgate. How are you doing today, Ryan? Hey, I'm pretty good, Chuck. I, uh, I'm, I'm all like, oh, no more antibiotics and that stuff anymore. So, like, life is good, ah, man. Good, uh, good, it's, good. It's a weird holiday today called Family Day today in, in Canada. So, kind of, you know, <laughs> organization is not my strength. And here's some proof. <laughs> So, but we did like I golfed and took the kids to the playland and, and then awesome. uh, realized that I got to get some recording done. Hey, so, so <laughs> yeah, 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 everything's great. Well, I will be uh, grateful at the beginning of the show to uh, to the wife for allowing that to happen on family day and not uh, busting the balls too. too hard about that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, joining us, of course, in virtual studio from Tennessee is our lovely guest, Haley Delashmit. I hope I got that pronunciation correct. You did. Haley Delashmit. Uh, Haley, do your giggles. Stuff. Good stuff. Haley has joined us on, uh, on, or joined myself on a couple of live streams, and, you know, we've we've been doing some interacting uh, through, through our We're through doing our podcasts together platforms. with Through the Glass. Yeah, that's right, too. Yeah, that's how we first did met. Did you forget yeah. me that soon? Yes. Yeah. No, of course <laughs> not. You're like, no, how could I, how could I forget giggles? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> how you doing today, Haley? I'm doing fantastic. I had a great day. Good Took stuff. Took one of my sober friends out for lunch. Uh, I saw that on Facebook. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sober girls date. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's nice. Chinese food. She went noodles and she couldn't yeah. eat because she was sick, but I ate, I ate, I ate. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have noodles though. That's probably why. <laughs> I had a That's chicken funny. hibachi. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't even know what chicken hibachi is, but it's got chicken. It can't be bad. I'll send you a picture. Spicy. Uh, I guess, yeah, yeah. Well, you're in Tennessee. That means you probably like spicy food, right? Uh, it's hit or miss because of my um, all the work done on my surgeries for my 
dying of my liver disease. So yeah. Oh, oh there it's hit or miss. It'll burn. Like I can't even. I can't even have carbonation soda. So really, yeah, eh? I, I strictly drink just water with lemon or bone broth. No kidding, eh? No kidding. Uh-huh. I've been curious about Not that. Not even juice or anything. Kick. Can't. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, well, you know what, Haley, let's talk about that. And, and we're not doing a recovery episode, as, as you know, okay, so sure. we, we, yep. we're not going to do the whole recovery story, but there's okay. some, uh, yeah, I don't want, that's fine. we got to give Ryan some context so that, you know, we can kind of start getting into things. Um, let's talk about this, this liver thing you got going on, this liver thing you got going on, like it's some this casual liver thing. Right, nonchalant well, have... deal, right? Let's, let's start with that yeah, and I'll let Ryan take it from um, there. Yeah. I have a stage four or end stage liver cirrhosis, cirrhosis of the liver. Um, I did die legally January 11th of last year. So 404 days ago. And um, they put a shunt in, um, in, it's a portal vein now to my liver. So that's my only filtration system throughout my entire body, which <laughs> that's a lot, right? <clears throat> so that's what I'm dealing with. And I'm currently trying to get on the transplant list. I so I finally got a doctor, a team in Memphis um, to even meet with me in November of last year, 2023. And um, then I just went back last week to recheck my MELD scores. And they were, I'm sorry, let's go back. On January 11th, my one year, I went in, they did the whole CT scan to check my MELD scores, which is the accumulation of all of your, your liver, every your liver functions and everything. And it was okay, but not. it needs to be below a 15 and not above a 15. So it was 16, and I went back last week, and now it's up to a 17. So they did put me on a new medication called um, Zaxiflan or something. And I'm on that twice a day, and that's like a, to get the ammonia out of my brain. Because um, when your liver is not fil- filtrating the uh, anything, like all the toxins, it's going to go straight to your brain. Which ammonia in liver disease can kill you faster than your, your dead liver will. So that's what I'm dealing with at this moment today. <laughs> so I've been on that medication for about a week. It's a really expensive medication here in America. Really expensive. So, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. They gave yeah, me two weeks to life for free. And then, yeah, I'll just be praying that my credit card works. Two weeks, we have to swipe it for it. Cause it's, I think they got down to 1480. That's just for one medication I'm on four medications total. And this is, pr- this is pre being on the list. So I'm not on anti-rejection pills or anything for my transplant. So wow. We'll just see how that works. Yeah. That plays so, out for me. so like, I don't, you know, first of all, my God, um, <laughs> like, so there's, I have there's so much there that I really want to touch down <laughs> on, but there's yeah. this systemic thing that's bothering me listening. This and like, dumb. I have, systemic yeah like okay i have not paid one cent for a medication in years yeah and it's, the, to, to me like is... even if they if they charge me two dollars like what the hell is this you know what i mean like really? i would be overjoyed and cry cry and cry one medication linzess it's like 380 a month my oh. lactulose i don't know what it would be this year it's probably gonna go up to four or five hundred and that's not including my spirindactyl, my can't even pronounce, it doesn't matter. It's for the liver. It's to keep um, fluids to, off of me because the fluid buildup will obviously rupture like all my varices and stuff that they've spent hours on January 11th trying to just get me to come back. <laughs> and um, it would just rupture all again. And it just, it you know, 
You got to have yeah. your liver. That's the biggest organ in your entire body for filtration. And I, you yeah. don't know how entirely important that liver is until you don't have one. Yeah. And that so. like, that's kind of where I go is like, so I, I've, you know, my, in my experience, I have done some end of life stuff, uh, with, with clients and there's this really strange <laughs> happening, I guess, or a paradigm shift that happens in a different appreciation for the, the gift that we call life. Uh, and, Very and, much like, so. and like, you know, I always say like, I, I repeat, uh, Alan Watts is saying as a short distance from the delivery room to, to the cemetery and, mm, or, or yeah. the morgue, you know, and like what we do in that time, we have so much control and awareness with that we just forfeit on a day-to-day -day basis because of our inability to harness or even just not fear what it is to be present at any given time. And mm -hmm. that's where life happens in the now. Like that's the, that is where everything beautiful that happens, it happens mm -hmm. in the now, you know? And so mm -hmm. like I was, today I'm, I'm, I'm just driving and like, I just did the practice of seeing the world as a beautiful place for, yeah. for a while, like a couple of seconds while I'm driving and I have, you know, my beautiful family with me and um, you know, this home and, and, and we live in a country that is, is fairly conflict free, you know, and like, I get to focus on my kids instead of a political agenda of a man I don't even know. Or, right. you know, exactly. like the stuff that fills our head, you know, which I would deem most of that noise. But um, the, so like, I guess what my question is, is can you resonate or do you, when I talk about that paradigm shift, do you, do you, do you, do you have a, a, an intimate understanding of that moment where it, like you could see your life in a different way? Absolutely, 100%. Since the moment, moment I opened up my eyes, I think it was a few weeks after I got out of surgery, they kept me in induced coma for a while. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was on vacation. I took a nap. And then I was like, I woke up, I was like, I'm never going to believe this dream I had. And I was like, where the hell am I? And I was I was in a very isolated room. I had my own personal uh, high, like ICU nurse. She was only focused on me. And I just couldn't stand her because she wouldn't give me anything to drink. She wouldn't turn the TV on. And I, I don't know, like I'm going in and out of like different things. And I'm this entire time, I'm like happy as hell that all this is all happening. And I don't even know how to explain that other than what I saw on the other side. And so <clears throat> that's why I got the nickname Giggles. Everyone's like, you should be really sad. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not yeah. sad anymore. I'm not sad anymore for like this. Like the little things that would just really annoy me and piss me off. Hey, Ashes to Awesome listeners, the following PSA is brought to you by The Phoenix. The Phoenix is not just a gym. It's a community where the real weight lifted is not just barbells, but hearts, minds, and spirits. Whether you're in recovery or simply choose to live a sober lifestyle, The Phoenix offers a range of activities from yoga to hiking, all led by people who've walked a path of transformation. So why not aim higher with The Phoenix? The first membership requirement is just 48 hours of sobriety. Rise from the ashes today and soar with the Phoenix. Hey listeners, let's take a moment to talk about something crucial. Carrying Naloxone. This life-saving medication can reverse an opioid overdose in minutes. You might think, I don't need it. I'm not around opioids. But the truth is, you'll never know when you'll be in a situation where you could save a life. It's easy to use and many places offer it for free or at a low cost. So let's be prepared and look out for each other. 
Remember, you might not plan on being around opioid use, but you never know when it'll be around you, and you could save the life of somebody that is loved. This is Jared Blaine with the Blacklist Podcast, and remember, you are loved. That and not even in a drinking state. Like I'm like that. That is awesome that that happened. Like you know, it's so yeah. It, I, do. I, I like when I heard it was um, family day. I literally went to my back to the farm. And I took a video and I sent it to Chuck. I sent it to Steve Knapp. He's also Canadian and um, another friend that's from Canada. I feel like I like I get <laughs> Canadians in me. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I love y'all, but I get I do sometimes get frustrated when people I'm like in the store in general and they hate being there. I'm like, this is a blessing to be here right now. Like, what? Have a conversation. We're waiting in line. Let's talk. Let's do something. Like, let's connect. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. See, you see beauty in everything that's around you. Like, because I always wish somebody would have saw that because I know that the man upstairs saw something that I never saw and he saved me for a reason. And I'm doing exactly what I was meant to always do, which was be the alcoholic that I was and be here now to spread Mm -hmm. hope everywhere I go. And people just, they flock to me, like not like in an awkward, weird way, but they're just like, you're just so nice. Like I've been in Walmart and this random guy from across the, like, Way was like giggles, giggles, and I was like, <laughs> "Hey!" And then I remember, I I had his number in my phone because he wanted me to make his wife something with lemon for cookies. <laughs> and he never, I messaged him and I gave him a recipe. Never talked to him again after that. And that was like two months later. He, I was still there. I was still had my same smile because that was like a Saturday night that I ran into him at a Kroger, and he was like how are you just so smiling on a Saturday night at Kroger doing grocery shopping? I was like, cause I'm going to go home and bake cookies for people that ordered them. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> I was tired, but I was like so happy to be there. I had something to do, uh, you know, cause I don't yeah. get me in trouble. So I, I definitely breathe in the air differently. I see everything differently. Um, I feel for the first time in my life, everything. I never realized how much I never felt before. Like, I didn't have any, like, that, it was just all armor all the time. And now, I'm a, look at us, Chuck, I think he knows about my platform a lot. I'm an open book, and um, that's just how it is. And I embrace everybody, you know, good, bad, indifferent, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that, you know, when we can start to see the world through that lens, we can see that, you know, this, it's a planet full of human beings, and every human being is, we're all carrying something. And how that manifests and projects is really not up to us. It's none of our business. And to take it personal, to me, is a disservice to the, to the experience itself. And so, like, when I can choose what I take personal, it's so I guess what I'm saying is to see the world through that lens where, you know, we're accepting of all human beings and some carry things and some don't, well, most people do, um, it's a lot easier to not take something personal when somebody has a flare-up or a, you know, uh, an acute frustration of their own existence that comes out as you're an asshole or, you know, you know, I'm having a bad day. Like, uh, and so like, you know, I asked myself that question one time and really simply, like, what would, what would my life be like if I, if I chose what I took differently, what I cho- if I chose what I took personal and like, I just sat and thought for an hour, I swear about <laughs> all of the dumb things that I've reacted to and turned right. into a huge mess when it, all right. I, had, I had to do is just be like, yeah, you know, like you're, you think you're a goof. Yeah, I am. <laughs> to be honest with you, I really am. So good call, man. You nailed that. You know what I mean? Instead of get, instead of, you know, firing back. And so, right. 
I think like, you know, your, this experience that you have has really catapulted the horizon of understanding in your own existence to, to be really be able to see, like you'd said, connection being probably the most important thing. And, you know, like connection with people was huge. It was huge for me. Which required vulnerability, right? Exactly. Because I mean, I was, I was never a go out, go out of my house drunk. I was a closet drunk. Literally, I my walk-in closets are insane. So I would just have a full set of whatever, just vodka, really. But I mean, it's stupid. But I didn't want to talk to people. I wouldn't no. make eye contact with people. I had no interest in getting to know them or them getting to know me because they didn't know me. I was like a chameleon at that point. I didn't even know who I was. So yeah. How could I explain to anybody who I am? Well, it's hard to know point. who you are when you spend so much time making masks. <laughs> yeah, when you're like, yeah, exactly. You nailed it right there. Yeah, I mean, who am I going to be today? Yeah, <laughs> depends who yeah. calls first, I guess. You know, like it really does. Yeah. Or if you you'll shift who you are for a different person. I don't do that. I don't shift change anymore. Anything like that. I'm just going to have to be me, hundred percent. I don't and have I the energy. Have... I swear yeah. to do that. You know, like this is what you get because I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't have I the energy tired. to put that mask on. You know, sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off there, Haley. Oh no, you didn't cut me off. I love what you're saying, but yeah. I'm not perfect with it though. You know, there's days where I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, you're saying this? Like, do you actually hear yourself saying this to another human being? Oh my God, I, I know mean, that I feeling, yeah. I, I have to call people out. I'm like, look, first off, I'm the nicest person probably ever you'll meet. I'm like, what the fuck? Who are you? And why do you think you can treat another human being that way? It's just awful. Well, but, let me ask you something then. Hmm? Do, you, do you think, like, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm always like, trying to think about existence as it happens in the moment by moment and so day by day yeah and like do you do you think it's important to constantly assess knowing that we are constantly in a state of change because what i see happen is people will do an assessment and they'll ride that version of themselves for four years and in Mm -hmm. that time they've changed so much that they're so out of rhythm with themselves and they, their belief systems that, again, it, uh, you know, we start making, I think that's when we start making those masks because we need to find validation and fitting in somewhere. You know what I mean? Right. So do you, do you think the self-assessment is important on a semi-regular um, basis? I don't, I feel like people do evolve, but I think that at your inner core, the person who you are, that's who you are. You should, that's who you're going to be all the time, right? Yeah, I don't like, think like value-wise. Values, I mean... Friendships change, friendships shift, people go their way, you go your way, people grow apart, people grow differently. <laughs> and so I just, I kind of really do like one day at a time, everything. And that <laughs> is just takes sobriety out of it. I feel like that for the, in the moment, but I think you should still every moment be that who you are. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. Say, I but agree. I can't say that I would be somebody, I, I can't, I can't tell future. I'm not, a, but I wouldn't. This is who I am, hundred percent, all the time. But would you would you agree that the the world in general is afraid of that? Yes, hundred percent. What do you I think? think that people want to fit in with the Joneses? People want to act a certain way to fit in with this crowd, that crowd, that crowd. I, and I see it even in my own family. Like they have clicks. I'm like, what the? F- this is so fucking <laughs> stupid. Like I had to go to two funerals last year um, in Michigan. And then I was in a bunch of funerals. I'm like, everyone is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And I went to, I, I did go to a funeral and um, it was the guy, he was with my same transplant team that I hadn't even, this 
my this uh, sorry this doctor hadn't even given me a chance at this point and i was 10 months sober nope i'm sorry nine months sober hadn't even given me a chance and this other this gentleman that lives in town who was just always lying and saying he's He's not drinking. He's not drinking. They kept giving him chance after chance after chance. Well, he was still drinking. He was still doing all the wrong things. And other two other hospitals by this time in October, which would have been 10 months over, it, where like, if you can walk out of Memphis, uh, Memphis uh, and into the transplant, we'll give you, we'll work with you. He couldn't do that. So my, he died. He passed away. And I felt... I didn't feel sorrow for him. I felt so- sorry for his wife because she never, she believed he died an honest death, mm-hmm. right? Because he kept, he kept telling the doctors what they wanted to hear. He kept telling his wife what they wanted to hear. And they've been married for like 35, 40 years, maybe. Like, oh. how do you live with someone, marry somebody and not see all of that? But any, neither here nor there. But so this is what I'm going to go talk about is funeral. Apparently right before he died, he was saved. I'm that means it's saved because I I know it saved me and that was not saved. And they asked everybody. There's tons of people. He's a huge farmer here. Tons of people there. The pastor said we would like no one to speak about anything prior to him being saved. And I was like, what was that? 24 hours ago? <laughs> I was like, no one even knew him after that. Like, so it was like all those people. Everyone was dead silent. We couldn't even. You weren't allowed to say anything. Like. So no one, it was just bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. And I, when I died, tell the fucking truth, right? Sorry for my language. I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. But You're in good company. Tell the truth. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. I mean, like you have all these stories about who you are as a person. And like, I want my story to just be genuine and authentic no matter what, you know? And, if, I and- relapse, if I was a drunk at the end, then I was a drunk at the end. You know, people, I can't say, I, I honestly would never touch a drink. I, I can say I would never. Because my that is, um, when I was in heaven, when I was dead, that was erased. All the alcohol tendencies, like the the craving, done, erased, done. I've never had a second thought about it. But I needed to learn how to be a <laughs> learn how to be Haley, right? I needed okay. to learn how to live and interact with people. So, so in the past four hundred four days, yeah, I I've evolved into more of it who I am supposed to be. And you, you, you find a freedom in that? I do. A lot of freedom. A lot of freedom. How does that, how does that? I don't. What's the, what's the difference? Well, just like in your feeling in day to day. I, um, well, I, I stand up for myself. I don't take any shit from a shitty situation. I, you know, I'll call, call people out. I never did that. I would always disagree. I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. Like I was really like a mouth, like a, like what is it a mink like a very quiet like i didn't like conflict i didn't like talking through things if there was a problem i would run away from it like i and for example this is how stupid or whatever i was if i would i would date somebody for like two weeks if we broke up i wouldn't break up i would change my phone number i would move (laughs) i i couldn't face any i'm not even kidding this is like that i've had the same number for like eight years now that is amazing because I was yeah. always changing. I would, yeah. I gave a random person my number, gotta change it. My back is so bad, but I mean now I just I have to just keep getting comfortable with who I am now, right? And yeah. always and and seeing, as it evolves, you see light colors different, you see things different. I mean, scents are different, you know. Like 
you smell things different. It's just different. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. I think if okay. it makes sense. It absolutely does. And I actually want to follow it up with, with a question. Mm-hmm. And I think that question is, is the difference that you don't, hmm, instead of being fearful of being yourself, you're curious about yourself. Would you agree with that? I agree with that. Yeah, I'm very curious as to who I am. Yeah, all the time. Instead, but I mean, if you think about fearful of it, but we were at one point, and that's my point. Obviously, oh yeah, no, I'm very very curious. I'm very curious about people. Very curious about myself. Mostly, like, not to be selfish. I want to know who I am. I want to relearn who I am. Who was that? You know, because I didn't know. I had no idea. What have you learned? Um. Well, I'm pretty badass. I can run a whole farm by myself if I needed to. I can take care of everything by myself on my own and not rely on anybody else. And I always cling to other people and always needed that validation from an older man. Like it Mm. always was always that way for me. And now like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I always wanted somebody that was established and I didn't have to, I could just like, ease on by and now i have all my dreams like what i i like what do i want to do for me to get everything on my own so i have a 14 year old daughter and i want her to know that she can how she has seen me live she doesn't have to be that way because <laughs> her yeah. mom was a fuck up right so my kid is such a good such a good kid so such a kind heart you know she's been through this whole process with me but i was smart with her <laughs> when I knew my alcoholism was getting really, really bad. I asked her dad, who's my best friend. I said, you've got to take Ellie because I can't, I can't stop drinking. I can't, there's no way out. And then he did. And then every time he's like, I would tell him I'm sober now. And he's like, why do I have somebody come drive you to get Ellie? I was like, because I like to buy pay for drivers. <laughs> huh. Not true. It's not true at all. And, you know, like, when you're best friends with somebody for that long, yeah. they're like, fuck you at this point, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. so I'm kind of like... You're not fooling anybody. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's... Anyway, so I want to do everything for myself. And everyone's used to, do like, want to step in. So now I just, like, let me do this for you. Let me do that for you. Like, I try to do... Because like, so many people just enabled a lot. Because they knew I'd give them money. And they knew I'd pay them to drive me. I'd pay them to take me to the liquor store. And they'd keep their damn mouth shut. I was like paying them off to keep their mouth shut because I didn't want anybody in this town to know. Now I'm the only one that is so extra with my sobriety that it's just like a thing. It's like they they love it. They're like they didn't even know who I was like at all. They're like, wow, how good they? Where did she come from? Yeah. I was like my closet full of vodka bottles. That's where I came from. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. So, so I so I hear. I mean, I, ha- I can't help but notice. That there's just in in the rear view, there seems to be a lot of shame, and it's like almost yeah. like you thirsted for people to control or something like that. Does that make sense for me to control them? No, for them for, to control me or some some power imbalance, but but connection, and so you got yes. validation through either power over or power under. Power, but I'm, never I think equal. I, I was. Yeah, and it's never been equal. I would, I would love to have that one day. Well, I think, like, I think like if somebody to share my life with me, just be equal with me. Can we just be like a team? Like teamwork makes the dream work. Okay. All right, Chuck. <laughs> I know all our safe words. I got you, boo. <laughs> I, I don't want to, but this is a family show. I don't even know. 
I don't think so. <laughs> well, I don't know. towards family, you know, anyway. Right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, older, yeah. older. If we family. keep that in mind, it might come out not, you know, yeah. R-rated. So, yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah I, I, can't, I agree with you, you know. though, um, Ryan. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a shift. I see that with me. Yeah, and that shift is like, it's a catapult. It's a, it's a leaving the stratosphere, like to to explore and find something that you never knew existed is a life changing event. That's why, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I don't get caught up. On, how can I put this? Sobriety dates don't really mean a lot to me compared to the yeah. impact of the moment where I discovered meaning and purpose or where yeah. I discovered the importance of emotional intelligence and emotional regulation. Those have become so much more useful to me. I love that. I love that you said that because some people, they just, I mean, and I am, I do know my dates and my days because. And there's nothing wrong with that. I know my, yeah, like, no, but I'm saying, know. but I know I've noticed, like, like I said, people evolve. I know that people really cling to that. And I think this is a journey. Like, we don't know when it's going to end. You just take it day by day. And like, it's an easy, let it lay back, just be you and good things will could. If you surround yourself with great people and you have an outlook of different, you know, views, then it's going to be all right. But it's not. You know, they always think, oh, once I get this chip, once I get that chip, once I get, it's done, I'm done. Like, you know, you're not. You're still a shit human at the end of the day. Like, no, you're not. Like, you're <laughs> yeah. sober, you can still be a shit human. Oh, yeah. You can still be a fucking asshole. It's called a, the word's called a hedonic Dry treadmill. It means. Uh, What's it called? Hedonic <laughs> treadmill. It means <laughs> that you're, you're never satisfied with what you have. So you're always, always striving for the next, the next, if one, the next paycheck, the next job, the next house, the next car. That's when things are going to be good, and it never, See, it never shows up. Any, that doesn't no. do anything for me. Can, I'm just like, no. Tomorrow's unwritten. Like it can't. It doesn't even exist. You know. And, yeah, it just, it's just things. It's just walls. You know, nothing. Yeah. And that's you my know, point. A tornado and, can come in here. Tennessee's a tornado. Um, State, state or yeah. it's called, yeah, state. <laughs> that's, that, that's that USA education. <laughs> I'm kidding. You don't want to start just, opening that door with Ryan and I. You don't want no. to do that. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I love all views. I I appreciate and accept all views. But yeah, it. But I was like that, Ryan. I really was. I, I had to have the big house. I had to have everything. I don't. I fuck it. This right here. This space. This is my little sanctuary, and I'm good right here. That's I'm so, safe, and I, I'm good. I love that word. Like I could yeah, just sanctuary like, is such a good word. Yes, yeah, that's it, what it is. It, yeah, and so outside of this, I mean, it's a huge house. I don't want anything to do with it. You know, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, my whole house yeah. is my sanctuary, and that's like. But you that's know, good. But I have a lot of demons in this house. Yeah, I can imagine. You don't have yeah. any of my, um, so it's, it's easy, but, but I also like, I don't like to have people over. I don't like to, I don't like when someone knocks on the door, even, you know, like you're, oh, you're, yeah. you're, that, mess, you're messing with my, my sanctuary here. See, yeah, that is true. I, and in the South, we always leave our doors open. I probably shouldn't tell people that on this podcast, but they, we do, we really do. And, um, I've never not answered the door or let people in, but I have an issue when people just walk in, like, okay, I'm in the yeah. shower. Like, what the fuck are you doing in my kitchen? What is happening? <laughs> like, I'm taking an, it's just bizarre to me. And they're like family members, close friends. 
get the fuck out of my house. Can you please call? Yeah. I hate Popeyes. Anyways, I, I lock, I lock, I lock doors now. But I think I before I was just like, fuck it, don't give a shit, take me, I don't give a fuck. I'm down for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I wasn't sold at some point in my life. I just want to say I have bit my tongue so many times during this episode. <laughs> I, you guys sorry, think I'm I just know. sitting over here being respectful like of the conversation. You're like Canadians inside you. You're like take me for a good time. You're like oh my god, and I've just been shut okay, up the whole wait. time. Oh, hey, yeah. it's really good practice. <laughs> <laughs> really good practice. Just warming you up. <laughs> it's a slow journey, right? Enjoy the ride. Hey, that's um... Sunny. Sunny would agree with me on that. Yes, he would. He's been Apparently... here the entire episode with his head on my knee here and just like being adorable AF. But you don't have pants on, so you won't show yeah. us. And... Where's that peanut butter jar? <laughs> oh god! Oh my god, y'all! Have y'all watched Louder Milk? Uh, no, no I've, I've looked at it a few times. I haven't actually put it on yet. Okay, well, you should watch it. There is a story, There is an episode about peanut butter and a puppy and a sex doll. So that's all okay. I'm going to say about okay. Louder Milk. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's, uh, yeah. That guy's, uh, he's a counselor, addictions counselor or something like that? Sure. I think yeah. that's the premise he, of the show. He's sure. the guy from Office Space. Yes, he is. Yeah. It, every character in there is amazing. I'll check, check it out. out. It is hey guys, so funny. Um, uh, respecting your timeline, Haley, um, okay. we're, we're at a point here where, you know, I, I would love to keep talking, but we did, uh, we did decide that, you know, you had to make your way out to a, to a meeting here soon. So. Well, I can, do you need me on longer? Yeah. I can, I can There's, be late for that. They're just going to do introductions. We can do a few more minutes. I just, I'll yeah, edit this part I, out. Yeah. It's, I'm just thankful that y'all have me on. It's really nice to meet Ryan. You have like, yeah, perspective yeah, on okay. everything. No, oh, thank so you. Why don't we? So I feel like he sees me, like he understands, like how it is, right? <laughs> well, this is why we love Ryan, right? I know you see um, me, Chuck, but that's a different way. That's for a different, <laughs> that's for a different podcast. <laughs> don't do your after hours voice. <laughs> I just look away. So many, so many things I'd like to say right now. I know, right? You can say them. Well, no, you can't. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm well. I'm I'm much like Chuck. I'm just working on it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just really working it. on it. We're evolving. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, with that in mind, I, I mean, it takes us a while to, to to end the show anyway because of you know side talking or cross talk as they would call it in a meeting. Um, That's how you don't like meetings. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's this one of the reasons. Absolutely, yeah. actually. You know. That's why I love. Hey, you know what? Like, I'll, I'll I love talk, the talk, lives talk. and stuff. That's a meeting, though, for me, right? The, mm. I don't like the structured part about it. Like, yeah. five minutes, timer's up. What? I have a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes, I would laugh. <laughs> no, they literally they they set their timers on their phones. I'm like, who? What? No, yeah. that's not yeah, a thing. That's not, not the environment for thing. me either, right? No, yeah. I mean, and I always feel the need to qualify though. My first thirty days doesn't happen without without the rooms, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think that's the way for a lot. So, anytime we ever say anything that might be perceived as a slight to uh, this no, I go to I go right? to meetings. I am an in person. Yeah. I do yeah. online meetings, but I also enjoy and love in person meetings because ah, so I have enough, to have human enough. connection. I have to be able yeah. to look at people's eyes. It's not so the virtual part doesn't give me all I need as yeah. far as getting. I mean, I have a lot of connections online, but it's just oh, different when you, you can be. And, fuck, I just couldn't Jesus. do it. Books, books, flight board, Thailand. 
<laughs> Anyways, but yeah, okay. I have to have that. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I do. I do. Mm-hmm. And I have Jenna. all my chips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ryan. Bring your chips. Bring your chips to Thailand. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody want a chip? <laughs> you get a chip. You get a chip. Let's get some chips. Yeah. Anyways. So I do like that. And that's why I do a lot of outreach stuff too, because I like to see and talk to everybody. Because, right? mm-hmm. and then you see the people, is if they get where they need to be, they're evolving. If they're, you know, that's beautiful to me. Yeah. Because you, know, you take the slummest of the slums, like we were, like, you know, and now it's like a beautiful new creation that yeah, you is. didn't see. Like the most amazing, incredible people are in recovery. <laughs> Tension is strength. Yeah. Tension is strength. True story. We don't learn fuck all on our good days. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do like that, man. I keep meaning to turn that one into a meme, and I haven't yet. Tension and strength. (laughs) No, we don't don't learn fuck all on our good days, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. I'm um, I'm curious. We have a couple more minutes, right? It's like... Where does this go from here, like, for you? I don't, for me? I don't know. What are your hopes? What do you want to do? What do you um, want to see happen? I mean, you got X many years left. How do you want to live? Who do you want to be? Who do I want to be? I want to be my daughter's mother and the best one ever. I want to travel with her. I want to do all that. I want to take her to Europe. I got to go to Italy for two weeks. And it was the most amazing experience. And um, I want to do all that with her, like, She's kind of like my sunny, sunny in the side. She's my sidekick. Like, not in it. She's not. She has embraced. She loves the sober mom. Like, she mm-hmm. does. Even if it's extra, she's just like, yeah, you're badass mom. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. Like, I I feel like I want to see what her dream's going to be. And I'm not, not going to live. I want her to do everything on her own and not be told what to do because my parents just drilled it drilled it drilled it in my head perfect 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 you know yeah that, no such that didn't work for Haley because I wasn't I, and I I would like even in so once I got off to college I'm like let's go <laughs> you know Frank the tank Frank Haley you know what I mean like it didn't <laughs> so I want her to find out who she is like her dad wants her to do this I'm like shut up like we don't know who she's gonna be in a year from now two years from now let her just be her. She's 14. Let her be a kid. Yeah. Uh, that's simple. And that's beautiful watching her, like, to me. But so my dreams would be to give her as much knowledge about life and death as, that I know and teach her it's not about what you drive. It's not about the house you live in. It's about your heart, the connections you do make with people, and what you can – because I get a lot of fulfillment of – giving back and helping others you know just like somebody looks like they need a hug like can i hug you like you know how because i need a i mean just something silly or you know but but um yeah i would like to work um in this like industry like with helping people recover eventually i think think but i don't know it's pretty good that one day it's pretty it's it's, uh there's a lot of things so like you don't learn it's like trauma that you don't want to. I don't. Yeah, there's a lot of heavy that's, stuff. I don't want so. them to unload it on me. That's my problem. Like, that's a lot for me. It is. But it, I kind of just want to be like a free bird. Just grow my vegetables, plant all my, you know, yeah, all my crops, and watch them grow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, random 
and like well, to Thailand, you know, easy. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, I, guess, I mean, I, but I like, I, it's not like things I want, it's experiences. Mm-hmm. And I do believe my daughter's dad and I've done fantastic when it comes to that because we don't give gifts, we take her on trips or give her like, we take her places and she picks. And that is because her birthday is December 18th, right before Christmas. So, she loves that. And it's all, my parents never did that. It was just a bunch of, bunch of gifts that were torn through in like two seconds. So I just, that's, yeah, I want to travel and I want to meet people and yeah. You want to do things a little differently. A lot differently. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, well, that's interesting. But, um, what do you think? <clears throat> How can I word this? Isn't it already here? But I have. What, what, you what wanna, I'm doing? What yeah. you want to be? Yeah, I'm doing everything I want to do. I mean, I have my home. I travel as often as I can. I do the outreaches. I do that. So I'm like, this is good for me. You sound, you sound fearless. This, I, yeah. Well, I, I don't have anything to be. If I, if I die without waiting on a liver, that liver wasn't meant for me. Mm. It was meant for a kid that never drank. It was meant for somebody that had cancer. Then, like, some people have bad livers. They're just born like that. So I don't, you know, my mom, my mom gets all freaked out. And I'm like, ma, it's going to be all right. Yeah. Like, yeah and I, I want hey, to you, spend. Go ahead. Sorry. No. I want to spend my time now, not thinking, oh, five years from now. I just want to be like, let's make memories and then talk about them. If something happens, if I don't get the liver, if the transplant doesn't happen, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's not the end of the world. It's just a simple goodbye, right? Mm-hmm. And and I've set my child up where she'll be fine. And I mean, like she knows. And like that's why I take so many videos, so many pictures, and I don't post most of them. And I make a journal for her. All of this I write every day for her, like about me. So I don't I'll cry because it's my kid. But yeah, no, <laughs> but, no, sorry. Stay, no, no, stay with that. Stay with that. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 But. Uh, Somebody's got to cry or it's not an episode. So well, yeah. <clears throat> she, I mean, oh, sorry. Don't be. That's what I want for her. I want her to like go to the beach house one day and open all the journals and all the videos because they're such good memories. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's kind of what I focus on today and probably will tomorrow and every day. Um, so an existential legacy. Her up for success. Yes, because I, that she is my legacy, my only child. So, you know, she mm-hmm. came from good roots. I just really had a bad, bad time there, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> well, you had, you had, you had a time um, <clears throat> to say good or bad. I think, I mean, you're here and it's what it took to get here. So, yeah. It, and I think it all it's has value. Even that I'm here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whew. And when I wake I mean, up, I'm like, oh, I did it again. I thank you. I made it again. And thank you, Lord. Because <laughs> you don't, you just don't know. Like, did I think that last drink would have been my last drink? No. I knew it was pretty freaking close. But, and mm-hmm. I did, uh, I did selfishly send my daughter a text saying goodbye. And this, I was done with this. I was so done with everything. And I didn't realize at that moment I was going to die. But I, I had no idea. And so, well, look, look, look at how that moment has served you. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, people, um, are like, how, 
you don't have PTSD from that? Fuck no. That's like the best memory mm-hmm. I've ever. I don't have many memories of exactly what happened leading up to it. I said, but when I woke up every day, I've had the best memories. You know. I have I have a lived question that just came to my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm going to ask it to you too. Uh, lived question means the answer. The question is the same. The answer changes all the time. Okay. What? And you, you'll be able to answer this, Haley. Um, mm-hmm. What would my life look like if I no longer fear death? My personal life or your life? Well, my personal that, life? I'm just, that's the question I would ask myself. Oh. And, oh. and so I'm asking it out loud for you guys to ask yourself. So I need to start asking myself that? You do what you <laughs> want with it. But I'm just oh, saying, okay. like, when I look yeah, at that, I'm I... like, well, you know what? If I didn't fear death... Well, that's the big one it's, everyone fears. I mean, there's a horror industry that makes millions of dollars off that fearing death. I, I, I think. Oh, I, I would just embrace it. I don't, I don't have any fear over death. No, that's my point. Like, death. Yeah, so, I don't. So, so I this like life would look life, a lot like it does if now. If I died maybe. right now, if I, something happened, I died right now. I'm happy. I'm satisfied because yeah, yeah. I know where I'm going. I know that I have everything set up for my daughter, and I know that she'll. Just be thankful that I got sober and that I have been present and available for her the entire time. And that is so. If I could live every day of my life from here on out in that space, then I would be the most fulfilled human being that ever walked on this earth. Absolutely. That's why you don't, that's why they call me giggles. I have no. Yeah. Oh, my toe hurts. So go fuck your toe. Just cut it (laughs) off. It'd be fine. I don't know. Like, it's. Yeah. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> Safe words are for pussies. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but no, the life I'm living today, when I woke oh up today, God. exactly what I wanted uh-huh. to do today, everything great today. And so today. I asked you earlier, and I think that this mm-hmm. question might be a little bit more resonated now, but like, do you understand what freedom is? Yeah, being here right now. This is being it. Able to talk. You're living yeah, being it. able to communicate and have an honest conversation with two human beings I've never met in person, I genuinely respect. Gen- and generally, Chuck. Chuck, yeah. I said genuinely, genuinely, genuinely. Yeah, the enunciation was off, but I can't. Uh, yeah, okay, I was like, that's genuine, kind of an odd thing to say. Generally, genuinely. Like, no, gen. Thank you, thank you. I, I told y'all that Tennessee education ain't right, y'all. It ain't right. I still don't have to read no books. <laughs> what does that word say, Mama? No, I'm like Forrest Gumping over here. That's Alabama. Chuck, I saved you some some chocolate. <laughs> Mama says. Uh, mama says. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so, a rabbit holder. I think. Anyways, people that I respect and care about, and I get to be involved in their lives, their what they're doing. You know, get invited to things, and people are scared I'm going to show up drunk. Mm. Right? Yeah. I had just had a new follower the other day. It was <laughs> I'm one of my best friends. Not anymore. In the old days, uh, from Buffalo, New York. <laughs> I've been to uh, Buffalo. Days. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's down. Well, yeah. yeah, nice place. Buffalo's, I love, I love Buffalo. I, I met the most incredible human beings there. But do we all get shit faced together? Sure did. They clean their acts <laughs> up. Haley didn't get there. Uh-huh. Haley, did, Haley hit, didn't go to that part of school in Buffalo. So, huh. 
Anyway, so I was in her wedding in 2015, <clears throat> and her dad started following me, and he asked if <laughs> I was like, I know that name. And I was like, okay, mutual friends. I was like, oh, that's Stephanie's dad? Or it said you, and I was like, I don't know. So anyways, he had a comment, and I was like, weren't you at Stephanie's wedding? He was like, yeah, I'm her dad, right? And I was like, oh, see, now you realize how I need to, why I need to get sober, because I said, oh, fun memories of Vegas that I don't remember. <laughs> like, so I got, I mean, it's just now people invite me, and they know I'm going to be, like, obviously extra, out, but just me having fun and just being not a hot mess express. Yeah. So I love that. I love that they'll have those people. Oh, they see it and they love it. And, you know, well, it's nice to be seen, I think, sometimes. Yeah, I think we've just spent the last 40 minutes or so with your unique expression of what freedom is. And you talked about who you want to be for your daughter, who you want to be for you. You talked about um, letting go of the masks and putting those down and just being good enough in the world. And, you know, a lot of the yeah. stuff I heard from your past, in my opinion, had a lot, a lot of socially controlled shame as a, as yes. a mechanism to keep you in whatever box you thought or society thought you should be in and, yeah. and the liberation uh, through not, and you know, like, of course, um, you know, the, the recovery aspect has a major part of this, but I mean, the, not everybody in recovery has this mm -hmm. understanding of, they the, don't, of like, you're yeah. correct. Yeah. And it's like, you enjoy, you know, life, you said life is a journey. I believe life is a process of growth process. And so, uh, yeah, evolving. Every, yeah. Evolving, and every, right? so everything has value. <laughs> You know, when mm -hmm. I can see that everything has value, then I've lived a very valuable life. But yeah, very fulfilled life. How often yeah. do do we run across people that that live in the existential vacuum where um, it's negative driven perceptions of not enough, not good enough, and that's the way that shame works. And so, like, um, I, yeah. what I'm hearing is this: like, the shift that happens for you is the like release of shame <clears throat> and the value of self that is is continuing to evolve into what you talked about this freedom of of existence by being who you want to be and be and, and creating legacy for your daughter and and ultimately her children and her children and her children i mean the yeah. the, the buck can stop here relative to exactly. any transgenerational um alcoholism and and mm -hmm. and that you know like in we don't, I don't think we go into this with like, I need enough courage to break the cycle. No, it's like, I'm, my, my ass is hot in hot water and I got to do something about this or I'm going to die. You know, and like in your case, yeah. literally, you're going to, your doctor telling you you're going to fucking die. No, yeah, uh, you're exactly right. Like, I, if it, it doesn't matter if it's something that has alcohol and if it touches my skin, I, I can't, I won't have it on me. You know, there's alcohol in a lot of products that you wouldn't even think of, but like, I went to get some pretzels and I was like, beer, beer cheese pretzels and i was like does this have beer in it y'all <laughs> like he was like excuse me i was like well is this beer and she's like i don't know and i was like i don't want it she's like i don't think it has beer i was like it might i will die <laughs> and i'll die Haley doesn't want to die yeah. i can't afford to die anymore with the, with the way the u.s is with their medical i can't afford to die yeah. so no yeah that's crazy <laughs> like I, and yeah. so yeah when, when we get to gratitude i know what mine is 
Anyway. Okay. Well, and, and that said, guys, that said, we are getting to that point in the show now. I am okay. gonna yeah. actually cut it down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and not not because I want to, Haley. I mean, wow, right? I've got to see a side of you through this that not that I you had any it, negative conceptions about you, but wow, right? <laughs> I am completely I think blown people away. People might get confused by, you know, with um my love yeah. for God and religion, because I said it, they're two different things. Like well, I told that, you I, I was talking about I, earlier. So it's, they, it's have a, they think I'm going to be that kind of Christian. It's not true because I've been to heaven and I've had my all the dirt washed with the blood. So it's I don't like I told you, I, I don't walk into a church and feel comfortable still. And mm-hmm. I, God is literally always with me. So people do have misconceptions of me. You're correct. No, I'm actually it's, it's, pretty not, fun. it's not that, Haley, for me. It's I got to see more of you than I have. So it wasn't, Probably you know so. what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just it's. Like, wow, right? Sitting here, I've been absolutely in awe the entire episode, which is, <laughs> which explains my silence for most of it as well. Yeah, I'm shocked right? about so. that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's been impressive. amazing. Um, I'm just happy y'all had me to on tonight. My, <laughs> that does bring us to my favorite part of the show. That's the daily gratitudes. Chivalry not being dead just yet. Um, even outside of the South. Haley, what you got for us for some gratitudes today? Today, I am grateful that... Um, my daughter called me for Uber Eats in Nashville, and I had to spend $45 on Chick-fil-A for her. <laughs> I, I'm thankful for that. I, I'm uh, grateful that my mom's rescue dog, he has kidney problems, and she's got him out of the vet, and they have a new treatment they can put him on. <laughs> so I'm grateful for that, for his life, because he's Henry. He's my little, I don't know. Emotional <laughs> support animal is Mariah, the other narcotic, like not narcotics, um, <laughs> She said, what is the word? Freudian. Not narcotic. Well, let me try again. Uh, she said, insane dog. <laughs> no. What is the word? It doesn't matter. I'm grateful for her. Her name's Mariah. She's scared of everything. Her shadow, everything. But me, not scared of it all. Mm. And she'll just... <laughs> and then right to me, she's like, so I'm, I'm grateful for all that. My mom's happy about that. And my mom was really sad last week with the transplant news and all that. I'm grateful for today that she didn't stay in her thoughts and just be silent because sometimes it's hard for a parent to deal with a kid going through what I'm going through. But my mom has been amazing. So I'm grateful for that. That's all. Awesome. <laughs> Going to be here. Um, you know, I can relate to the whole dog thing. Ryan, yeah. what's this, uh, what do you got for some gratitude today? Well, like they said, uh, uh, I'm grateful for MSP and the benefits in the Canadian medical system, like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, I, you know, and you only take it for granted here. Uh, so yeah, um, I'm uh, yeah, I'm grateful for that. I'm always grateful for my little ones. Um, god, they're hilarious. Cameron is cr- she's crazy, she's literally has no fear of anything. <laughs> I love her. And she's one and a half. I love her. And then Mackie's six oh. and afraid of her own shadow. So oh. I guess Cameron's definitely taking after me on this one. Uh, so right. she's going to have concussion issues, definitely. It's uh, fine. <laughs> She'll bounce back. Oh, yeah. Give her some hats. She'll Here's be, uh, oh, she loves hats and shoes. Her favorite thing to do is put the toque over her head and run as fast as she can around the house. Oh, wow. my gosh. She's my spirit child. Yeah. Child. Like, wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't do that. I swear to God. 
Yeah. And she can like, anyway, so anyway, so my kids, I love my kids, my beautiful and um, patient and understanding wife, obviously. Uh, and uh, Haley, it's you. Um, it's I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you taking the time today and letting us chat a little bit about your experiences. Yes. Uh, I I'm, hope I'm grateful for y'all for having me. It was fun. It's fun for me. It was great. Yeah, it was great for me. It was a lot of fun for me. Good. Okay. Yeah. Chuck? I got a lot of, out of it. I got a lot of fulfillment out of it. Is what I was trying to Excellent. say. Good. Good. I'm really happy to hear that. Um, myself, I am grateful to another amazing conversation with another amazing guest. Kaylee, you've been absolutely wonderful. I'm glad that we okay. finally got to do a chance to to have you on our show. Yes. We've met up on others and you've been on the live stream, but uh, this is the first time on Ashes Awesome and I dare say not the last. Um, I am. I hope not. I got to, I got to, you know, echo your gratitudes about the dog thing because this little fucker has been sitting here, <laughs> head on my lap the whole time, just <clears throat> happy to be loved. You know, <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. Um, there's so many things I'm grateful for. We are coming up on a year. Ryan, I guess we're going to have. Nope, this will be our last actual published one before we come up on the year date on the 27th. Mm-hmm. Really since we started the show. Or, no, or since, since uh, Ash is Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was under the, the, the other name in the beginning, but a year since I created the podcast on February 27th. So, yeah. Um, wow. So, happy huh. one year to that. Wow. I'm grateful for so many things over the last year. <laughs> so many amazing things in the last year. Um, I'm also... Very, very grateful to every single person who continues to like, comment, share, subscribe, do all the things down at the bottom. Every time you do any one of these things, you're getting me a little bit closer to living my best life. My best life is to make a humble living, spreading a message. The message is this. If you're in active addiction right now, today could be that day. Today could be the day that you start a lifelong journey. Reach out to a friend, reach out to a family member, call a detox, go to a meeting, pray, go to church. I don't care. Do whatever it is you have to do to get that journey started because it is so much better than the alternative. And if you have a loved one who's suffering an addiction right now, just taking the time to listen to this conversation, if you could just take one more minute out of your day and text that person, let them know they are loved. Use the words. You, you are loved. You are loved. <laughs> that little glimmer of hope. You are loved. This might be <laughs> that little glimmer I, of hope. I say that all the this time. I can't wait for my hoodie. That... I'm so, I told you I'm extra tough. So, that little glimmer of hope just might be the thing <laughs> that brings them back. <laughs> I kill you. I kill you. <laughs>